Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Greeting to all the family. God bless you all. It is an honor and great privilege to speak in front of you this evening. For other people, it's in the morning. Here in South Africa, we are evening. May the Lord bless you all. As Pastor Andrea said at the beginning of the year, that this year, what the Lord has led in his heart is the year for us to grow and mature spiritually. And from the beginning of the year till now, Pastor Andres has been teaching about many subjects around the values of the kingdom and spiritual growth. So what the Lord has led in my heart to share with us this evening is my, my, the topic of my teaching is the highest proof of spiritual growth. The highest proof of spiritual growth. After being born again, God is expecting us to grow spiritually, to mature spiritually. The same way in the natural, when parents have a new baby, they expect the child to grow, to mature. No parent will expect the child to remain in the same level. You would like to see your child growing, uh, moving from the level of a baby and growing, going to school until he will become also a man or a woman and get married. Uh, form also his own family. This is the expectation of every parent. The same way God also has the same expectation for us. God wants us to grow, to mature spiritually, to grow in different levels of our life, to grow in wisdom, to grow uh, in knowledge, to grow financially, to grow in power, to grow in different areas. The Bible speaks about Jesus, that he was growing in wisdom, in stature, in favor, in the sight of men, in the sight of God. Even Jesus Christ was subject to growth. So we also, we need to grow. In the spiritual, in the natural, we give our children food. We feed them with milk and porridge and different kind of food for them to grow. And in the spiritual also, we receive the word of God as our spiritual food that help us to grow spiritually. And uh, before I carry on, I want to, to share five points that I wrote here that uh, I presume to be very important for you to know. The first thing that I wrote here is what spiritual growth is not determined by how long you have been a Christian. I repeat what I said. Spiritual growth is not determined by how long you have been a Christian. Because sometimes people think, because I got born again 35 years ago, because of the length of time I've been Christian, it means I am mature. You may be born again for even 50 years and still remain immature spiritually. Spiritual growth is not determined by how long you have been a Christian. And number two, spiritual growth is not necessarily determined by the church attendance and commitment to religious activities. Spiritual growth it is not necessarily determined by church attendance or commitment to religious activity. 
the things that I'm saying are not are, 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 are not wrong or are not bad. When you are really mature spiritually, you will be always attending church. You will always be committed in the activity of the church. But what I'm trying to say is that the fact of someone being uh, faithful, punctual, always there, it is not the sign of spiritual maturity. You may do that without being really mature spiritually. It is possible. Another proof, spiritual growth is not necessarily determined by the number of scripture you've memorized. There are people who have memorized many scriptures. They can quote them anytime so easily. They can even try to argue with you have a debate with other people on the scriptures, but indeed, they are not spiritually mature. They just have the capacity to memorize, but maturity is not there. Another point, spiritual growth is not necessarily determined by the level of your giving. You may give much without being mature, but a mature Christian will always give much. But giving much is not the sign that this person is really mature. Every mature Christian will, will grow in the word of God, will memorize scriptures, will, will leave the scriptures. But it's not the fact of seeing someone quoting scriptures that you can say, no, this one is already mature. And also the last one, spiritual growth is not necessarily determined by the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Someone can flow in the gift of the Holy Spirit without being really mature. So the fact of you seeing someone or yourself seeing that maybe you can prophesy, you can have vision, you, you, you can have word of knowledge, does not mean that because someone is flowing in the gift that is really mature. There are signs that can prove spiritual maturity in people. Because many times, even as pastors, we commit the same mistakes in the ministry to give other people responsibility to put them in the position of leadership, but we, because maybe he's faithful, he's always attending the service, maybe he flows in the gift, maybe he knows many scriptures, and indeed you find out that the person was not really mature to, to serve the Lord in that level. So we need to understand that spiritual maturity is more than that. So now, my topic is the highest sign. I'm speaking about the highest to prove. There are many things that can prove spiritual maturity but i'm picking one as the highest proof the highest proof of spiritual uh, growth as the lord led in my heart is your proximity to the likeness of christ your proximity to the likeness of christ this is the highest proof of spiritual maturity when the more someone is becoming like christ is we see the image of Christ being portrayed in him, the character of Christ being manifested in his life, the more you become closer to the character of Christ, it is a sign of your spiritual maturity. It is not the fact that I operate in the gift. It is not the fact that I'm a great giver. It is not the fact that I can quote scripture, but it is me becoming like Christ a character of Christ, dying to myself and letting Jesus live into me. This is the highest proof that this person is mature spiritually. 
your growth is demonstrated by the formation of the character of Christ in you. When people see you, they should remember Jesus, not you. The moment they see you, they remember Jesus. They see Jesus coming to them through you. Your, the character of Christ is resumed in the fruit of the Spirit, listed in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22 to 24. Because sometimes we may say, what is the character of Christ? The character of Christ is resumed in the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 24. I'm reading first from New King James Version. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Verse 23, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. When you check well, verse 22 says, the fruit of the Spirit is love. But you see, they put many things after that. Joy, peace, long-suffering. So, grammatically speaking, they could say, the fruit of the Spirit are. But the Bible does not say are. It's saying is but mentioning many stuff after that. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. It means what? That the fruit of the Spirit is one, is love, but in that love, we see the expression of the rest. Joy is in love, peace is in love, long-suffering is in love, kindness is in love. So you cannot express kindness outside of love. You cannot express goodness outside of love. So the fruit is one. Love is God himself. Love is Jesus. In the fruit of the Spirit is Jesus himself. So the character of Jesus is found in the fruit of the Spirit. And I like the way the Passion Version speaks about it. If you have the Passion Version, you can read it. It says, but the fruits produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. I like the way it puts here. The fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. In all it varied expression, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. So the Passion Version says that the fruit that the spirit produced in us is divine law with all its expression. So the expression of divine law is what joy that overflow, is the peace that subdue any circumstances, the patience that endures, and kindness in action, life full of virtue. So we see the fruit is what, but the rest are the expression of law. So this is the character of Christ. So the moment we begin to develop the fruits and express them, we can say in us, I'm growing. You understand what I'm saying? So even yourself, you are convinced, I'm fighting in this area. I'm letting the Holy Spirit to produce his character in me. I submit to him. I, I surrender myself to him. And now as the expression of the fruits 
is manifesting my life. This is a sign that I am growing, I am improving in this area. But we may be Christian for many years without improving in the expression of the love of or the character of the spirit. So we need to, to improve in that area. See, we need to fight to, to do all our best to pursue growth. And you are truly transformed. I want you to write this down this statement. You are truly transformed if no one is able to connect you to a physical territory based on your behavior. This is something that I learned from the Lord. I repeat what I said now. You are truly transformed. Why well, can I notice transformation in me? You are truly transformed if no one is able to connect you to a physical territory based on your behavior. For example, I'm not from South Africa, I'm from Congo. There are people in South Africa from Germany, from, from USA, South Africa, there are Zulu people, Kosa people. If I can look at you and I tell you, you are acting like a Kosa guy. So I'm still connecting you to a background. I look at you, so no, your, your, your behavior looks like, like, like a German guy. Your behavior looks like a Congolese guy. So the moment they keep connecting me to a physical territory, I'm not yet transformed. The moment they connect me to a color, that you are acting like white, you are acting like black, it means that I am not really transformed. Because when you are truly transformed, people will see in you the expression of kingdom values. They will see in you the character of Christ, not your background. This is the sign of transformation. I'm dying to my background. I am dying to where I'm coming from. But the kingdom values are expressed. And kingdom values are the same for every people, for every nation, every color, every age. All of us, we, when we apply, we live by the values of the kingdom. Wherever you, you are coming from, you are. Or whenever, wherever you are coming from, you're still the same. Because no one can connect you to where you are coming from to your background we see the example of peter he was with jesus for three years even when he was trying to deny him people told him even the way you talk can prove that you have been with him they could not connect him to his jewish background they said the way you talk is proving that you have been with that jesus so there is a level that we grow that they cannot connect us to where we are coming or our families. And these are the signs that can begin to prove that there is growth spiritually happening in my life. It is only the, the if the only thing, because sometimes uh, we go to church, we serve the Lord, we do all that we can do, but if the only thing that can prove that I am a Christian, is me going every Sunday to the church or me praying in tongues? I'm not yet spiritually mature. If the only thing that can prove my Christianity is that one, that every Sunday I'm going to the church, I carry the Bible, I pray, I speak in tongues, so I'm a Christian. It, it, it is dangerous. The true sign should be always your proximity to the likeness of Christ. That must be the real sign. That they look at me, I'm trying to be like Christ. I am dying to myself every each day. You need to contend for growth. It is not something that happens so easily. We need to fight. We need to pursue growth. 
No one will grow on your behalf. No one. You grow in the same way your salvation is individual. Your growth also is individual. We may be in the same spiritual family. We receive the same food. We are under the same leadership. We, have, we are under the same platform. We, we receive the same uh, covering. All that is good. We are all together. We receive the same food. We receive the same covering. We receive the same teaching. We are under the same leadership, but we will not grow in the same level. It takes personal discipline for someone to grow. Because all of us are going to receive the same teaching, but not all of us we are going to apply it in the same way. It takes discipline for someone to grow. We will not grow together. We are receiving the food together. We are praying together. We are doing everything together, but we are not growing together. We are growing based on our discipline, based on what we are receiving. If you don't do anything with what you are receiving, you remain in the same level. Those who are practicing, those who are pushing, disciplining themselves, these are the people who will grow. No one can grow on your behalf. You can have food and put food in the mouth of your baby. You can put it inside, but you'll never swallow it for him. Even though he's still a baby, he needs to swallow himself. If he does not swallow, there's nothing you can do. You can put in his mouth, you will not swallow for him. He needs to swallow this food. If he does not swallow, he will die. He will not grow well because he's not well fed. The same way the church, the pastor, can provide the teaching, can provide prayer, can provide instruction. He's not the one who's going to apply them for you. It just gives to you, but you must apply yourself. He will not do it at your place. The pastor will not, will not grow for you. You need to grow for yourself because he, he, he was not saved for you. He was saved individually. You too, you are saved individually. Salvation is individual thing. Spiritual growth also is individual thing. Even though it's happening in, in connection with a body, but it's, it, it, it's something that is individual. So we need to understand that. You, you need to do your best to discipline yourself in order for you to grow spiritually. As you keep growing, in the character of Christ. There are three things that will change in your life. The moment you engage yourself in this journey of growth, there are three things that must change. And these are also the indication of growth, of maturity in us. Let's read the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 13, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So when you, you read this scripture, as I was meditating on this scripture, I found three things inside that indicate the level of your spiritual level. Either you are immature or you are mature. Three things in this scripture. I will say, I repeat, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. A way of speaking. There is a, there is a way you speak that can show that you are immature or you are mature. It's the first level. Second level is the way you understand, your understanding. You say, I understood as a child. The second level. 
The way someone understands things, you can identify him as a mature or immature Christian. There are people, you tell them things, you show them the way, but they, the way they understand, even your correction, even your advice, they understand wrongly. You can know that when someone is a baby, he understands as a baby. When someone is a man or a mature, he understands also as a mature. Sometimes we see trouble in houses, in church, division, problem in marriage. It's just based on the level of understanding. My husband says something to me, I understand wrongly. My, my brother tells me something, I understand wrongly. Uh, the way I pick up things is like immature. And Paul says, when I was a child, I understood also like a child. And the third level is your thinking level. He said, I taught as a child. Three dimensions, speaking, understanding, and thinking. So those three things can show you if you are growing or you are not growing. You speak. When you open your mouth, you speak. We can, we can discern the speaking of an immature and the speaking of a mature person. And he said, I understood. You, you weigh level of understanding and level of thinking. The renewing of your mind, the way you begin to think, can show you if you are growing or you are not growing. And I like what he said at, at the end. When I became a man, I put away childish things. God did not put them away. Himself put them away. That's why I keep saying that growth is something individual. It's your own decision to say, I have to put away this stuff and embrace new stuff because I am growing now. I cannot talk like a child. I cannot think like a child. I cannot, I cannot uh, uh, understand like a child. I need to separate myself from certain things in order for me to grow. And that separation is like death. You die to old life. You are embracing new life. This is an indication of life, of growing, growth in, our, uh, in the spiritual level. And let's read the last scripture, book of Colossians. From verse 1, chapter 3, from verse 1 to 10. It's our last scripture for this evening. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 10. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. We where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of on the earth. For you died. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death, this Papa said, therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Fornication, it is you who must put it to death. Uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourself are to put all this. You see, he repeats again, but now you yourself are to put off all this. Number one, anger. Wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since 
you have put off the old man with his deed. You have put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So when you read this scripture, you see that there is a spiritual exercise that you yourself, you need to put off certain things and you need to put on new life. It is not God doing that for you. You must do it yourself. How you do it? By receiving the knowledge. Like every Sunday in this platform, there is knowledge released upon this platform. And, and the Apostle Paul says that you are renewed according to the knowledge that you are receiving. That knowledge you receive, you decide not to take off certain things and put on new things. It is our responsibility to put off anger from our life. To ask ourselves question, how long it takes for me to be offended? It is a sign to test your growth also. How long it takes for me to be offended? Some people it takes 30 minutes. Some people it takes 30 seconds. Some people it takes a, a day. Some people it takes one minute to get offended. So you can test that level. Say, put off that anger. Put off that blasphemy. Put off all this stuff. It is our responsibility. By putting off, we are dying and we are receiving a new life that is renewed in Christ, in the image of Christ, through the knowledge of him. And I will finish by saying that the decree of death, I want you to write this last statement that I'm making here before I close. The decree of death in your flesh will reveal the degree of your spiritual growth and your connection with God's presence. I repeat that. The degree of death in your flesh reveals the degree of your spiritual growth and your connection with God's presence. The more I die in myself, the level of death in my flesh determines the level of my spiritual growth. Every time I die, I grow spiritually. I die in my flesh, I grow spiritually. I die in my flesh, I grow spiritually. And I become much closer with God. The presence of God, you cannot carry much of God's presence if you don't die to yourself. So that degree is determined by that. So uh, I wanted to give you something very short, but very precise and very concise. Not a, a, a lot of uh, points, a lot of theory, but this is what God led in my heart to share one thing with you. The highest proof of spiritual growth is your proximity to the likeness of Christ and death to self. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.